0: Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat
1: is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Nearly everyone is familiar with the safety belts used in all types of aircraft. Their effectiveness has been proven by years of testing and actual use, not just in the air, but also on the ground, where we drive or ride in that most lethal of wheeled wonders,
0: the automobile uh J- judy have you ever been on a cruise before
1: no i love it we
0: never went on a
2: cruise what are you complaining about we're on one now ty web heavy longmire gustave mateblanc <laughs> is G L K London transmitting
1: on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is G L K London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250
2: megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then Plato, enlighten me.
1: I don't know if anybody's this last week has been trying to break your P record. But at night when you
2: get up, do you sit down to pee or do you stand and pee? I stand like a man, you know, the way God intended pissing it. Pissing
1: all over the place in the dark?
2: Well, I'll turn on a light in the bathroom. No, you can just walk in there and just sit down and...
0: No. I'm a fan of the sit down in the dark.
2: In the dark? No. I, I don't really
0: want to have to do cleanup on all three in the morning.
2: No. No kidding. I stand like a man. Did I
0: tell you about uh, last year when I gave I don't myself... Have that
2: far to... Go. You Just got a chamber pot? <laughs> the, I mean, my aim. I mean, it oh, just right. kind of rested yeah. on the,
1: sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. In fact, you have to keep it from getting wet to begin with. Right. You have to hold
2: it up. To, yeah. Sure. Yeah.
0: Well, it might be that four-foot toilet you got in there.
2: Snuffleupagus.
0: <laughs> Did I tell y'all about last year when I gave myself a black eye getting up to pee one night? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I got up to go to the restroom the middle of the night, and I had I've got a,
2: a rake laid got, in your bed, got, laid got laid got in your bedroom floor. A, I've got a
0: rake that I keep in the bathroom, and it's <laughs> never caused me a problem. But no, I I I had the closet, you know, like the old linen closet thing. You know, there's one I've got one right across from where the toilet is, uh-huh. and for some reason, I'd left the door almost all the way open. And to where there wasn't a whole lot of space between that and where the toilet was. And I went to the bathroom sitting down like anyone should do in the middle of the night. Right, Gus, you're with me on that? I'm with you on that. But when, (laughs) but when (laughs) I, when I stood up, I guess I did it at such an angle. Like I stood up and took a step. And when I did, I hit my face square on the edge of the door. Mm. And it, I mean, you know, I was half asleep anyway. And it, I mean, it hurt so bad. I mean, I've been punched in the face before and it hurt worse than that. Oh. And I knew that like, I mean, it, you know, it took me aback a little bit and it scared the shit out of me because I didn't know what had hit me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was half asleep. This damn I'm, right. Comes yeah. From. I'm used to going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I've never been hit with anything in the face. <laughs> uh. And man, the next morning, i cause I, you know, then the, I was awake. i I turned on the light. I realized what had happened. I put some ice on my face the next morning. It started to bruise up a little bit. And I thought, Oh Mm -hmm. shit. And then luckily, and then about three days later, I mean, it's purple, yellow. Luckily Uh though, most of the bruise was right along my eyebrow. Uh So you couldn't really, you know, you couldn't tell it as much as if it would have been like under my eye. And your
1: eyeshadow covered the rest. That's
0: right. I, yeah. I mean, I, I I went ahead and went a little darker on the blue. Yeah. But it, yeah, it went basically from like the middle of my nose all the way around. It didn't like completely raccoon, but about a half raccoon. Damn, but that hurt. Man, it, the worst part about it was it scared the shit out of me. Oh, I bet. Because it really felt like you're just walking along and somebody hits you. Bam. Out of the blue. Right. Because I, I mean, I was like, what the hell could that be? (laughs) And it, you know, it felt like, because, you know, Kind of in a get up motion, it just it felt like somebody hit me in the face, Ugh. and so then I had to explain, you know, why the hell I had a black eye, work right. and stuff. Or like, the
1: people at work, like you can tell us, did your lover hurt you?
0: Well, and I, I, you know, I threw out all different kinds of stories. You know, the last thing you wanted to say is that, well, I, I hit myself on a door going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. They're going to be sending that welfare check on right. me. <laughs> but yeah, it's I, I thought y'all would. Appreciate that story. That's good stuff. So note to self, close all the doors anywhere yeah. in your path from the bedroom to the restroom. I mean, I went down that whole, like, 30-foot hallway without touching anything. Right. And then I finally, you know, get up to go to the bathroom and I mean, um, get a, get up to come back to the bedroom and wham.
1: In his west wing, right. Yeah.
0: I mean... Any of the other six bathrooms, there, there's not even a closet right, right. there by the toilet. That I wouldn't have had to worry not, about it. The one I went into that happened to have an open door.
2: Right. What are the odds?
0: It's a hard knocks life. I'm telling you. Maybe it was karma hitting me in the face. <laughs> this is what you get for having six bathrooms.
1: <laughs> Your uh, hard knock life reference. Did you hear the below the belt a few weeks ago? Yes. Where yes. Smiley Ryan was talking about going to see Annie. Yeah.
0: My grandmother took me to see Annie when I was about nine, and it was fantastic.
1: <laughs> well, what struck me so much was not that he went, because I'm sure it was lady-driven. Yeah. And we've all gone to see things that are lady-driven. And we
0: can all agree that the movie was awesome, right? I oh, mean, yeah. Albert Finney. Yeah. Albert Finney, anything Carole with man. Albert Finney, I'm in.
1: Yeah. But I found it amazing that his only... He, he called out an iconic song from it. And his iconic song was mm-hmm. Hard Knock Life. And all other songs are bullshit. Yeah. Totally ignoring The Sun's, Sun's gonna come out tomorrow, yeah. which is probably way more iconic. Way more.
2: But, to me, the best part of the whole story was Brad laying out on him.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Brad <laughs> was- did a, he did a fantastic <laughs> a layout.
2: Masterful uh- job. <laughs>
1: Oh! I, I congratulated him on that layout. It was And he so said great. he hadn't been that quiet in like 25 years <laughs> for that long. <laughs> but,
0: it made that's, for a wonderful transition
1: into SeatGeek. Yes, wonderful. And that's our friends over at Below the Belt, and I encourage you to listen to them. But right now you're with Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three guys that talk about stuff, and I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am Heavy Longmire. You can find us on Twitter. I am at RealGustav. I am at TyWeb3000.
2: You can find me at
1: Longmire Heavy. You can email us at canyouhearmepod at com. You can join our conversation, which is usually just me, on our subreddit. You can find us on Instagram. Do where you I'm answer tra- yourself? Well, I usually don't have a two-way conversation okay. with myself, but I try to post something new every day on Instagram. From the life
0: of Can You Hear Me? It's mostly me. But if do you to... have to have an Instagram account to look at that Instagram?
1: I don't know the answer to that. I don't know anything about InstaFace or Grambook. We have that. Snapchat, but that's just me talking to uh, the people that stab me in the back with wall emails.
2: <laughs> Boom.
1: And uh, uh, Not me. I don't, I don't chat snap. I don't know what the hell to do with it. I mean, seriously. But Tammy likes to... Take pictures of food and Travis sends videos of cows. Cool. <laughs> now, I'm
0: does not gonna... he do the chapstick trick?
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe so. That was great. Oh, that was funny. Old cowboys. Love oh, they got bits. bits. Oh, they got bits for days. Nobody Big more. time bits. Speaking of old cowboys, the other day I was at a basketball game for my middle son. Okay. And his coach is a wife of one of our childhood friends Yes. who that friend's uh, stepdad's quite the cowboy poet yes and we were milling around after the game and i was talking to him and our friend's mom and then my in-laws were there and my father-in-law is quite the cowboy sam elliott looking type as is the stepfather of our friend both tall lanky cowboys gray hair, mustache.
0: Are you talking about...
1: Yeah. Okay. And both were in vests. Yeah, absolutely. And cowboy hats.
0: Were the jeans tucked into the boots?
1: No, not on this occasion. So
0: they they weren't in full...
1: Not in full uh, mode.
0: Full cowboy laureate.
1: Well, our friend's mom had gotten done. The conversation had kind of waned off. And she tried to leave... With my father-in-law, just seeing in the corner of her eye, tall, gray-headed,
2: cowboy. mustache
1: cowboy. She went to grab his arm, and he's like, what? <laughs> she's like, oh, sorry, wrong wrong one. So wrong, I thought that was kind wrong, of funny. Little cuck action? I got to tell, yeah, I got to tell her buddy that uh, his mom's making moves on my father-in-law, trying yeah. to reverse cuck or whatever. I'm not sure what that is when the... Would that make her rich.
0: your cuck-in-law?
1: Maybe. It is 2017, the year of the cuck. I don't know all the laws on that. We need to get a KJ on air. Is there a handbook? If it is, I'm hoping KJ wrote it. Yeah.
2: The Art of Cuckoldry by KJ.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: KJ, of And course, that wouldn't be statute. His,
1: that would be cuck law.
2: With his uh, smiling face on the cover.
1: I would think more of a, more kind of a Uncle Rico
2: kind of uh, okay, yeah. Look. Gotcha. Versus a smile. Maybe okay. a knowing nod. Yes. There you go. There you go. With a bolo tie. The knowing nod. KJ,
1: of course, being a partial recall fame and uh, the 90s nostalgia podcast. We're, uh, Clay, his co host, and I are kicking around maybe some crossover of Wild Wild West talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: There's only one Wild Wild West worth watching.
1: Right. And that's the TV the, show. You're right. The TV yeah. show. So we would. Discuss Wild Wild West, the TV show, with them on our episode, and then we would discuss the abomination that is the Will Smith movie. With like most things, show.
0: Will Smith does.
1: Yeah, I do not understand, and I I know it's generational. Those kids
2: love Will Smith. He's done a few good movies. Okay, a few. I could probably count on three fingers that uh concussion was good. Didn't I see didn't it. see
0: that. It was a good. I didn't movie. see that.
2: He did really good in that, too. Didn't see it. He was good in...
0: He was the, good in Ali.
1: Yeah,
2: I didn't see that. He's good in that. Fresh
1: Prince. <laughs> uh, okay. Tap the brakes there, buddy. You know what's I interesting? I I've
2: ever seen an episode. If
0: you go back and watch the old Fresh Prince episodes, he was so nervous about acting that he not only memorized his lines, but he memorized everyone else's. So if you watch him while the other actors are talking in like the first three seasons, he's mouthing the words to everyone else's lines. Oh, so he wow. doesn't
1: miss his mark? That's right. Wow. And if you
0: go watch an old episode, you can see him doing it. Huh. It's not, I mean, it's its not subtle at all.
1: I did not know that because I never watched it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever that seen it. That was on when I we were in it. high school and that just did not. You, I remember him as a rapper. Right. Before then. A nice guy rapper. Right.
0: Do you remember getting jiggy with it?
1: That was, that was college, wasn't it?
0: I know, but do you personally remember you getting I'm jiggy with sure it? I'm not sure
1: that I've ever gotten jiggy with anybody. <laughs> uh, I don't recall that. I'm uncomfortable it? with that general <laughs> song <laughs> considering what the general, some well, of his uh, if you songs.
0: Ever, if you ever do get jiggy, we want you to roll tape.
1: Yeah, I think we'd have to get Gustav drunk for that to happen.
0: We're definitely rolling tape on
1: that. And if Gustav gets drunk, I don't know what's going to happen. Armageddon? Yeah. I don't know that I want to see that. Take my guns away. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. And any uh, gasoline or any other flammable. Although I feel
0: like if they ever do take all your guns away, that will be the time where you'll just give in and get drunk.
1: I'll start making guns. There you go. And making
0: whiskey moonshining
1: and guns you know I do not i mean I know why, but I do not not understand how they can justify that distilling alcohol is illegal by the without you know without a, a license tax. yeah I mean, I know it's taxes
0: I think as it's, it's a public safety issue, you could be.
1: Poisoning people? Yeah, I mean, there are definitely ways to do so, but that's not the reason why it stayed that way. No, I mean, they—it was the revenue man was coming for you. It wasn't right. because—I mean, you could cloak it in that. Yeah, and I—well, I mean, the
0: actual reason is just monetary.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could certainly make wood alcohol that would kill you, but nobody's—I mean, I know people used to run it through radiators and stuff when they were cooking ethanol and giving trace metal poisoning stuff to everybody, but. <laughs>
0: What's your make libertarian you take on the seatbelt law and or fluoride in the water?
2: Well. It'll make you gay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the wear of the seatbelt? No, the fluoride in the water. makes the frogs gay. Is that it? Yeah. that's what Alex you, Jones says. Boy, you are anti-Alex Jones. I am. What was that? I was just stating something that he has said. Okay. Can you believe he's 42? He's well, my
1: age. He said 43 on the Joe Rogan podcast the other day, which I'm about halfway through, and it just wheels off. That that dude, it seems like he's been on the air forever. I know he was doing stuff in around 2001. I I was thinking from before then.
0: Yeah, he must have had his show since his 20s.
2: Yeah, he must have. Because I saw that on Twitter one day this week, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And then, just for some reason, last night I... Googled it and pulled up his wiki page, and it said he was forty two, and I was like, "Holy
1: crap!"
0: Yeah, I would have guessed he's fifties.
2: I I would have said fifty two at the youngest. Yeah, yeah. And he's from Dallas. His wiki page says. Yeah, he's from. So there's got to be people that know him.
1: Well, we know somebody that knows him. Well, I mean, that grew up with right, him. but we don't know anybody that grew up with him. But we certainly know somebody that knows him socially now. Fascinating dude. I mean, that dude's made a an empire of out of lying out of
2: exposing the of truth. truth
1: exposing the truth sir yeah <laughs> I think you're just using uh you're just throwing around fake news alternative demonization facts. I think, I think you yeah to, I
0: think you're just jealous of the truth you need to yeah. swallow the
1: red pill and uh yeah, yeah. I think you need I'll to keep listen my, open, fluoride open, in my open water. Up your uh, your ears uh fluoride in the water I don't know that's one of those things
2: where What the iodine and salt? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: will say that if we have the idiocy of not having to have a helmet to ride your motorcycle, then I find that hard to legally enforce someone to wear a seatbelt. It seems inconsistent. It's very yeah. inconsistent. Yeah. Now, from a safety standpoint, you're an idiot if you don't wear your seatbelt or a motorcycle helmet. I don't know that. You know, legally forcing someone to do that is the right thing to do. I mean, it's the right thing to do for yourself. There's no doubt that seatbelts save lives, but... Safety first. That's right. Buckle up for safety, as the officer once told us. (laughs) But I do think that having a, uh, a law to make somebody do that does go against my libertarian principles. Now, I buckle up every time... Regardless, you know I'm not one of these people faking seatbelts or anything Travis, like that.
2: Pulling it over your shoulder,
1: I, I believe Travis has a thing to buckle up so he doesn't have to wear a seatbelt while he's on the how much when he's driving. Who knows with Travis? But at least when
2: he's out working on the ranch, that is a pain in the ass. What? And like if you're doing farm work, doing you, farm work, or just driving through the damn pasture. Oh to yeah, get out and do, open gates, and right. that Kind of stuff. And your buzzard yeah. seatbelt beep going off. Yeah. You don't, yeah, yeah.
1: So I know Travis has a thing to buckle in that stops that. I just pulled that fuse out. But knowing Travis, he may be using it, you know, when he's driving to town, too. I don't know. Yeah. but
0: I think the when the true libertarian would say no car seat laws, too, right? Well, from a strict standpoint,
1: sure. That's what they would say. You know, I have to be a little more pragmatic that when it comes to children... Just for the safety because we've got some idiots in the world that maybe we do have to push some things out.
0: Well spoken like a true socialist.
2: What about vaccinations?
0: We need to protect people from themselves Vaccinations,
2: vaccinations are for the public good. That's true. That's true. Because if keep from spreading. Ah
1: uh, yeah. Public just because health you want safety You want to let your kids have mumps. Because don't vaccinations my kids. vaccinations don't always hold across the board. So you can lose immunity, especially on some, that's why you have stages for the, some of those vaccinations where you have to have it every few years, Mm -hmm. you know, boosters, boosters.
0: Couldn't you make the same argument, argument for sterilizations?
1: That would be eugenics. If we start getting the sterilization.
0: I mean, if we're talking public health concerns.
1: So
2: a sterile. Wheels are turning. (laughs) I mean,
0: are I mean, I'm just talking theory here, guys. <laughs> if we're going to talk practice, or are we going to talk theory? Like, there's this great book. I wish I could remember the exact title of it. But it it's all about what do you really believe? And it's all these, it's these scenarios, basically, of where you answer these theory questions. And then through that, it sort of gives you Maps through a decision tree of what, you know, if these, if this is what you really believe about this principle... This is what this looks like in practice. Mm. It's a mind blower.
1: Yeah, if you could find that I'd be very interested to see that. Yeah. You know, I think we've all taken those uh political quizzes that show where you right. land on the the piece. I think those are a little too obvious. Yeah. So it's you pretty much know where you're gonna be. I think you'd have to be very naive in order to be surprised by those. Yeah. It's kind of like when we would have to take, and I don't know if they still have to, well, I do know they have to still do this, when you have to take the little quiz when you're in high, uh, junior high or high school for your, what career fits you, right? Yeah, and we yeah. would always be, you know, forest rangers or something. Yeah, right. You know what you're answering, so it's not yeah. like there's going to be some surprise. Ooh, it's very face this. valid. Although, my knucklehead sons, one of them, he uh, ended up...
2: Going to be a carny.
1: Well... <laughs> He—they're not that much like me. That would be more like pixie dust on pick. the tilt whirl. <laughs> He—he picked a game warden. There you um, go. Now he did not pick a game warden because he is an outdoorsman. Because he is not an outdoorsman, right? He picked a game warden, and this shows how little <laughs> I push the outdoors life on them. He picked a game warden because he thought that meant video games. <laughs>
0: He's in charge of video games.
2: Uh, are you serious? I'm dead serious. Is this the youngest one? Uh, this is the middle one. Or, yeah, yeah, the middle the youngest boy. youngest son, yeah. The youngest, yeah.
0: He title his title would be Commodore.
1: Yeah, he lives <laughs> in his own world of own reality. <laughs> and the oldest one was quick to point out, even though he couldn't explain what a game warden actually did, that it had nothing to do with video games. <laughs> Now, the oldest one's much more like me in the sense that he will take a stand and espouse upon it.
2: Pontificate.
1: Pontificate, even though he has zero footing to do so from. Uh. We got an email from uh, last week's Chef Rob. He says, Speed 3, Longmire and Friends. Interested. Hey, guys, it was a pleasure to finally meet y'all. I've pretty much checked off my locally, regionally famous list. Ty, you're everything Gustav described and then some. But let's get to the point of this email. Cruise ships. I think Heavy and I are on the same page in being skeptical of the cruise. I'm not sure of his reasons, but mine are simple. Number one, I don't trust the ocean. (laughs) <laughs> I'm the, with you, brother. The ocean is the 72 to 10 Chicago Bulls. We don't stand a chance. Ironic from a seafood sorcerer. There is a certain uh, Ch- irony there, <laughs> for sure. Number two, can you conceal carry on Princess Cruise Line? If I use Betsy DeVos's logic, there's a chance of pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Number three do really do we really know where the number threes go It doesn't look like a number two. <laughs> Number four, Russia hacks the ship and disables communications and sonar. Now we're talking. Sea creatures begin to attack the ship with the sat phone battery dying. We call Mike Soroy to use his Aquaman-esque powers and call off the sea beast.
0: Release the Kraken.
1: He doesn't answer because we thought he was too famous and we get all the attention so we didn't invite him. Anyways, thanks for letting me ramble. Love your buns. keep doing what you do, and chase those biped beavers, playboys sent from beyond the six thirty five seventy five border where we just got an Arby, so now we got hope solos on the reg. <laughs> uh, uh, so there had been some Twitter talk about cruises, and i I won't say I'm a proponent of the cruise, but I don't mind the cruise. I've been on a couple, yeah. And I know that you've been on one, yeah, which wasn't the greatest. I did not like it. And Ty has not been on any.
0: Cruise Virgin.
1: So let me tell you a little bit why I'm not opposed to the cruise.
0: I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't been. I may have one coming up, actually. I told you all about earlier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time relaxing. You may or may not know that about me. Really? I've, I've picked up on that. So, if I'm on a vacation, huh. especially with my family, I am in constant... Restless? Restlessness. we <laughs> got to get here, we got to move here, we got to do this, we got to do that. Very difficult to relax. I have not had a relaxing vacation with my family since I've had kids. Since you've had a family. <laughs> since I've had a family. The last... So, anytime we've been with the kids, it has been a, a chore. Now, the last couple of years, we haven't even had a vacation, and I'm getting flack about that. Yeah. So the other day, I got told they want to take a cruise. Totally unrelated to this conversation. Now, have your kids been on a cruise? The kids have not been on a cruise. And the couple of cruises I've been on, one had zero kids, as far as I know. There was that hedonism. No, it wasn't hedonism. When we go to an adult resort... It won't be hedonism. Okay. It'll be one of the nicer ones down in Mexico, I'm pretty sure. Okay.
0: Maybe Puerto Vallarta.
1: There's some nice ones that, that, uh, I've seen on the internet.
0: On <laughs> <laughs> the interwebs.
1: Uh, but we took one cruise before, uh, my oldest was born that was in the summertime and it was packed full of kids. And that is batshit crazy. I bet.
0: How do you think Papa Longmire would do on one of those? Oh,
2: shit.
1: How long before he jumped overboard? Not long. Because, you know, in the daytime... Before it left port. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Sir, you could just walk off the ship.
1: (laughs) On the daytime, on like a normal cruise, not one of the Disney ones, you have activities for the kids. But I think towards the evening, it's just wildness. And the damn kids are pushing every button on the elevator. How old man is that for me to gripe about? Oh man.
0: <laughs> they're just doing the elf move.
1: And they're, <laughs> they're just laying around out in the hallways. Uh, you know, cause like parents are like, just go somewhere. Right. And there's just some damn kids, you know, just everywhere. Yeah. And then you factor in the punkness of your general 10 to 12 year old male.
0: Up it, to no goodness. Up
2: to no goodness. Oh, cruci- Yeah. They're, that, they- A teenager on a cruise that could get See, I don't I don't think the teenager would
1: be as bad. I think the teenager's more likely to get into some finger banging. It's that middle
2: school I was talking about eating too much at the dessert buffet. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Wow. Good stuff. Go right to the It's that it's that goodness.
1: Honoriness of that middle school male. Especially in a pack. Once they find each other and start to like, you know, Lord of the Flies it. Yeah. So all I, kinds of hygiene. I think if you're going to go on a cruise, if you can manage to go when the kids are in school, that's the optimal. Just dump them off on some
2: kin folks and if go. If you
1: can, yeah. If you can get grandparents that'll take them to school and pick them up, that's pretty sweet. Actually, or maybe
0: just pull behind your boat another smaller boat for all the kids.
1: Kind of the pregnancy island, yeah. of, of cruise ships
0: where like you could still kind of see them if you <laughs> needed to. <laughs> But you can't hear them.
1: Yeah. But overall, I mean, I was able to relax on a cruise because I don't have to worry about getting anywhere.
2: Did they you wouldn't let you drive?
1: <laughs> <laughs> look, guy. Look, sir, I watch the love boat every Saturday like, night. Give me that damn I know hat. how to do this. Give me that hat. Give me that wheel.
2: I Pipe tried to down, be the purser.
0: <laughs> Did you do a lot of sunning?
1: Well, on the uh, summer cruise, we ended up going to the top deck. Of the care of uh upper deck of the carnival, they have an upper deck up around the smokestack, and that's the topless deck.
0: Whoa! Hey now,
1: and Mrs. Really? Gustav wanted just to lay out on a regular cruise on a regular carnival cruise. I, I don't. This has been several years ago. I don't know if they still have it. Topless? Topless. And huh. so, can you just go up and hang out? Well, that's what I was about to get <laughs> By to. By
2: yourself?
1: <laughs> well, there's there's What's plenty up, of people on the heavy uh heavy mindset. So. Mrs. Gustav and I were up there. She's laying out topless. And these dudes would come along and they would just walk real slow around the thing and then walk back. You could tell they'd snuck away from their wives and they were going to go make the rounds and, because, you know, do the. And I would just kind of stare them down, you know, like, yeah. But. Whipping out their phones. Well, this is before. Photos. Before phones and stuff, you know, before uh, camera phones were ubiquitous. What was odd, though, is when we went and did one of the excursions. We'd sat at the front of the bus on this little tour, and we were talking with this girl that worked for the cruise line that was the guide. She was from some Eastern European country. I can't remember. Real friendly and real nice, and we spent the day with her and, you know, had a nice time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Well, the next day, it was her day off, so she's up there sunbathing nude up on the top deck. and you like, oh, Topless? Hey. Yeah. Okay. Not nude, sorry. Okay. Topless. Say hey, how are you? You know, and I'm like, oh, fine, 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 just fine, fine, real you look, fine. You
2: look good too. Are you going eye to eye.
1: Yeah, I was, you know, staring, you know, trying to keep it above the
2: not Mason Dixon,
1: the, the moles on her, uh on her left hip, but very awkward, even by my standards.
0: I bet, <laughs> I bet you just pulled up that mental image from your Rolodex right now.
1: Yes, yes, I just did.
0: <laughs> I saw really a little good? twinkle in your eye.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's, you know, fit little, you know. 20 something
2: Estonian girl
1: Estonian girl was pretty yeah, yeah Pretty nice And she knew a lot About the uh, Incan Or the Aztec ruins Oh Get to talk some uh Get Brad on With her To talk some conquista Oh could talk. you Imagine that <laughs> 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 While she's Topless
2: Right Yeah Could you Oh he would be So uncomfortable The nervousness <laughs> I could just see his, Just sitting there Wringing his hands <laughs>
1: Uh, and, you know, when you do the little excursions and whatnot, you can either go with the big crowd or you can book something off. And we did that one where we went just out in like an open john boat out to a a K off of Belize. And
0: Was this you, Mrs. Gustav, and the Eastern European girl?
1: No, she did not accompany us oh, okay. on that. But uh, that's, it's not bad. Now, we did another one where we were on, we went to the Bahamas. And that was work-related. We had a conference on it, mm-hmm. and that was a shorter one, but still not bad. I've never been in bad weather or anything on a cruise. I yeah. think the general's friend, they cruise a bunch in the wintertime, and I think they may have run into some some rough seas at one point. And I got sick as shit. I know you got sick. My uh, brother's <laughs> ex-girlfriend was on that cruise oh, that I the motor that. burned up, yeah. and they had to be towed back. stranded. Yeah, Yeah. people were, they were uh, shitting in bags and throwing them off the balcony. They were lucky enough to have a a balcony. So, my recommendation... Were they jarring? uh, They were bagging. My recommendation is get that balcony, spring for that extra, because you never know when you're going to shit off the edge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They don't put that in the pamphlet. (laughs)
2: Hang your ass off the balcony. Imagine all the sharks that were just swimming around that boat. Shit sharks? Yeah. (laughs) But... Overall,
1: I don't know if the food's great, but there's a lot of it.
2: It's no TJ's. It's no TJ's. Nah, no, it's not. Mike's, I just, yeah, I didn't like it. But uh
1: it was just nice just to be able to relax.
2: Now, tell me if you had this same <clears throat> sensation that I did. I remember we left out of Miami. Miami? and Miami? It's Moon daylight, Miami. like pull out in the afternoon, you know. I, I like to pull out in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, man. And so anyway, there's a couple of hours of, you know, you got there and look around, you can see, all right, adios, America. Mofo. Well, the next morning, waking up and going out on the deck, and if it's, if this is your first time to ever see it, it's a very uneasy feeling to look around, and you don't see a piece of land anywhere, just nothing but water, and it's like, damn. That just did yeah. that freak you out? It didn't freak me out, but it was—I think that was the first time that had ever happened to me. Well, obviously, <laughs> it was the first time. I mean, I mean that I'd had that sensation of shit. I've, this is the first time I've never seen land.
0: Did you start screaming? Ah,
2: <sighs> yeah, it was, it was weird <laughs> recreation. Yeah, I—I
1: I mean, it, that didn't freak me out or anything. It Didn't stick with you? No, not really. Okay. I don't remember the first that moment that me. it happened. No.
0: I definitely wouldn't be crazy about the the possibility of seasickness. Now, like, did you do the scopolamine patch or anything like that? No. No.
2: I had a touch of food poisoning. Oh, yeah. Well. well, that's a bad combo. Yeah. Then the seasick and just, ill shit.
1: No, I, I we didn't have any problem at all. In fact, I want to say Mrs. Gustav was pregnant at the time. Now that I think about it, like maybe a month or two. Huh. Or three, maybe. I don't know. First trimester, I think. I I don't have a problem with it, and they'll want to go. And I guess we'll probably do one of those Disney cruises, just so oh, that the kids will have you. something to do with. Lord,
2: because I bet there won't be a topless deck on that one.
1: Uh, there won't be, but you know what? I mean, I'll you know see if I can find some titty bar and galas to go to before the day before. Well, <laughs> <Boy>, that
0: <laughs> uh, the I'm sure the quality on that will be worth retelling. Yeah, a strip joint in Galveston is a good premise for a story.
1: I've I not been to one. If we ever get down there, On the island,
0: Galveston just screams seedy underbelly.
1: Yeah, Galveston's a it's, it's an not interesting a, place. It's not a jewel of the of the South <laughs> Texas
2: coast or the no. Texas coast. Wouldn't oh, no, it would be South Texas? Yeah, it's a interesting place. Just its history between just that whole little New Orleans to Galveston. Run. Stretch right there, enough to Houston. There's a yeah.
0: Something about it drew Robert Durst there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, one night we had been we'd been staying down at uh, Padre, and we were heading back up to Houston for our next leg of the journey. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking the normal roads, I decided I'm going to kind of hug the coast. All right. And you can't really hug it, hug it, but. I went through all these little towns. Mm-hmm. That's a different world down there yeah. in that backwoods. Just a very, like, you wonder what the hell people do. Yeah. And I get that feeling in other places, you know, where
2: just Oklahoma, living man
1: Oklahoma and certain parts of East Texas. You know, you get out in West Texas, you figure people are either doing oil or agriculture. Right. You kind of, okay, that's, but you get into some of those parts, you're like, well, there's really no, nobody's planting anything. Yeah. And, I don't know what the hell they do, but lots of little, just odd little towns, and it was towards dusk, and so we were hauling ass, too, so I didn't get to explore anything, but I typically don't explore when I got the truck full of uh of the family, you know, you don't start taking chances. Right.
0: Man, I've been through some places in South Louisiana that it seemed like time has stood still oh, for a hundred years.
1: <laughs> I mean, incredible. And that's not a part that I've ever spent any time in. I've
2: never had, I never have either.
0: Well, it's it's definitely like a whole nother universe in some of those areas. I mean, it really is like going back in time.
1: Very true Detective Season 1. Very.
2: It's like me and Gustav were talking got years ago when what, Swamp People first came out. Right? Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, those are the type of people that, you know, the world went to shit. And everything shut down. It wouldn't faze them. Hell, they'd never know it happened. Right? Uh, Yeah. Just keep right on living. They'd do the best. Yep. Because well, well, I guess we don't have that. Okay. Well,
0: (laughs) they could probably skin a buck and run a trot line.
1: Yeah. Oh man, do you remember when our associate would uh, quote that so off? Yes. When he could probably do neither.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Neither. Ain't nothing. Couple country boys like you and th- me couldn't do. I thought about that today. That exact, just kind of shook my head. Who was it that
0: said that? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, knucklehead.
1: Well, I I will bring a full report on the cruise. My parents have gotten big into cruising now that they're kind of semi-retired. That's their thing. They go on a couple a year. They went to the Alaska cruise. Uh, Back the spring, I would like to enjoyed that. that.
0: My folks have done that one too, and they loved it.
1: I think it'd be really nice. The
0: pictures were amazing. Yeah,
1: my my mom, my dad used to be a photographer, semi pro. You know, he would do weddings and stuff. League, yeah, (laughs) league. He would do. (laughs) What was his number? (laughs) Two. (laughs) That's that's for the wedding photographers, not the sports photographers. He would do uh, weddings on the side and stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah, back when early 80s. Okay. Had the real big Hasselbaugh, you know, fancy Uh camera and everything. But, and he was always doing darkroom stuff and photography and high school and everything. My mom had never taken anything other than, you know, the Kodak Instamatic ever. Snapshot. Well, she got her a digital SLR and I think she took well over a thousand pictures on <laughs> their cruise stuff. of stuff. Yeah. I mean, a boatload. Yeah. Which is great, but it was like, holy shit. Right. She's gone mad. My dad, I don't think, even touched the camera at all. Just
0: a new toy.
1: Yep. Just... Ch- 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 ch. And that's the genius of it. I mean, you think about all the shitty pictures we took Oh, as a on, kid. On trips. Yeah. And you're like, well, I got to make this one count because, you know, yep. only got... 23 left out of this 36 exposure. Yeah.
0: Man, we're so over pictured these
1: days though. I, mean, I know
0: we are. You will take 10,000 pictures on your phone you ever and print them? never do anything with them. Mm-mm. I mean, or rarely do anything yeah. with them. The other thing that bugs, and I think I've heard Junior or somebody talk about this before. Another thing that bugs me that I noticed myself doing way back when and I stopped doing it is videoing or taking pictures of something versus just experiencing it
1: mm-hmm. in the moment. I agree moment. about
0: that. It's a total different experience actually just watching something versus watching something behind yeah. a phone videoing it or taking right. pictures of it. You're yeah. not yeah. experiencing it the same way. The, right.
1: I do not agree with the videoing concerts and stuff nah. like that.
0: And what do you end up doing with that shit anyway? Nothing.
1: Yeah, because you're so far back. It's, you know, no, Sound's going to suck. Yeah. Now, I will... I will admit that it also
0: breeds the narcissism of children these days when you're, right, you're mm-hmm. taking the parents are taking 50 pictures of them an hour. Yeah. Everywhere you go.
1: But man, like the other day I was digging through and I think it may have been when I was burning you uh, some stuff. In I sense. stumbled onto a folder of that I downloaded from a camera and everything. And, you yeah, know, there's the kids when they're real tiny and it's great. I got all pulled on my little heartstrings, right. you know, just super cute. I don't know. I I don't take a lot, especially like sports and stuff. I don't take any
2: pictures of them. I take very few. My, I mean, first off. I mean, like one or two pictures a season.
1: Yeah. 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 Maybe it's going down. It's exponentially gone down the longer (laughs) they've been involved in stuff. But, um, I don't know. I'm pretty judicious with how much I use it, but I do miss. I, I see it as a double edged sword. I look at our, college years where mm-hmm. there's hardly any pictures yeah and i wish there were some right not to the level that they have them now like where yeah. a kids fate's going to be decided on the the fucking pictures that have been taken of them. aren't you yeah. glad we didn't grow up in the instagram Ooh, facebook shit. i am text age. totally yeah, absolutely. glad of it but i do wish there were more pictures yeah because you know we've got memories but those fade
2: you know what we should do Picture lasts forever
1: we should, It's worth a thousand words. We should yeah. pick
0: out like eight or ten of our favorite stories and hire an artist to do some renderings and then just make like a book out of it and sell it on the web.
1: I'd like to see an artist's rendering of our best of 2016 <laughs> courtroom artist. Oh, <laughs> shit.
0: I know some stories that we haven't told that I would like to see a rendering of. Look.
1: There's some stories we haven't told that I wish I had pictures of. I wish I had video of. Yes. And multi camera
0: angles. (laughs) We could definitely get a pretty penny for some of those tapes.
1: There's only so much that my mental imagery, my spank bank can uh, maintain over the years. It's, you know, it's, there's some degradation of the data tapes. Mm.
0: You need a little turnover.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I agree. I would not want to, uh, be in the life of full documentation of my youth but i do wish there was something there was more because there just weren't hardly any pictures from probably about whole 18 through there's pictures from when you and mrs longmire and me and mrs gustav were in our early stages of relationship so there i found some of those oh did you yeah,
2: I'd like to see that.
1: There's one of you wearing a shower cap. I, okay. I've seen that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now that we're was talking. That was in Shreveport, you yep. know. But uh there's just a few, right? But that's that, that's kind of like the first where they start. So there's this big gap in my life of almost 8-9 years where there's hardly a picture one of me.
0: Mhm. Do so. your parents still have any of the news clippings from when your picture was in the paper yeah, of the, your kids' birthday? Yeah. Or a
1: citizen of the yeah, month or that's whatever. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Gus
0: turns four. And then a description of your party and what everything. What kind of hike
1: you had. Yeah. Being from a small town back when they had a paper that was put out every day except Saturday, they had to fill that up with something. Boy, and that's what yeah. people wanted to see, too. Yeah. It was
0: great.
2: Little Gus turned four. Yeah.
0: And the fact that we had a local radio station, too, was...
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Boy, yeah, listening, the for, birthday club, that's right, birthday listening club. for your birthday that, that morning. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. They said my name on the air. <laughs> what did I win? Right. I want a free chicken fried steak.
1: I get that same feeling when somebody mentions us on a podcast. Yeah. You, and you hear your name. Ah, they said it. Maybe they
0: should give us, they start, start giving us some prizes too. That'd be cool. Like maybe free Brad. Blizzard. Yeah. Like Brad and them could buy us a blizzard on our birthday. That'd be nice, Brad, you know?
1: I don't think Brad's going to be buying us a blizzard. He might buy us like an Aldi blizzard equivalent.
0: <laughs> well, he might he might get someone to buy him a blizzard that he then gave to us.
1: That's more likely with this hard luck story. And I don't
0: care how you get the blizzard. I just want the blizzard.
1: Exactly. I'm going to go on a limb here and say the blizzard's a little overrated.
0: Oh, yeah. that That's a limb you don't want to go out on.
2: Because there's a lot of shitty flavors of blizzards. I have one that I have stuck with, tried and true. For, is it Heath? Nope. For over 30 years. Butterfinger.
0: Butterfinger is a good. I yeah. also am a fan of the uh, chocolate-covered cherry.
1: I've never I, done that. Chocolate-covered cherry was my default for many a year.
0: The Heath bar
1: is also Heath a good. Heath bar is pretty good. That's the, toffee, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Butterfinger's is good. good. Cookie, the cookies and cream.
1: I'm not big on the cookies cream. They had one though. It was a strawberry plus golden Oreo, just for okay. one summer. Mm. Okay,
0: and that I was that pretty
1: was, good. That was good. And then they then it went away. The, the Russ, banana split one. No, come out. No never banana. Had never had it.
0: Have I ever you told like you
1: bananas? I've never told y'all that. No, I've never told you why I hate bananas.
0: Too phallic.
1: No, I'm all for the phallic. Whoa. All right. In his mouth. <laughs> I don't know why you're making that gesture. With,
2: with my your, tongue and right. my cheek. Yeah. Um, I had
1: a crazy grandmother, okay, who was a nurse in a time when being a nurse meant something different than what it means today. And one of the things that she was a big proponent of, to use the heavy uh, vernacular, was a medicine called paragoric. Oh, yeah. You yeah, told me this, yeah. Now, paragoric was a opiate mm-hmm. emulsion That was kept in the refrigerator at all times, and it was good for what illed you. It didn't matter if you had an upset stomach and nausea, if you were throwing up, if you were constipated or anything at all. If it was uh, gastric-related from top to bottom, Paragoric would fix you. Well, it fixed you because it was full of opiates. So if you couldn't shit to begin with and you were constipated, it was just going to help that, but you'd feel better about it. Right. Very laudanum. Very. But the problem with it was that, as I mentioned, it was a emulsion, so a thick colloidal substance. Mucus-like. Mucus-colored. And they chose to flavor it as banana at the pharmacy that she got it from. Hello. And I had was subjected to that. My father was subjected to that. My brother was subjected to that throughout the course of 40-something years. It'll cure what ails you. I have not eaten a banana, willingly, without being under duress. Willingly. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> Since approximately Mark 1979. Uh, oh, I did eat man. one on the side of a mountain, because that's the only food they gave us one time on a trip to Colorado when we were backpacking. Yeah. I
0: want to hear more of these non-consenting banana stories. Well,
1: you know, <laughs> you had to eat it. And, so uh, you don't like banana bread? I don't eat banana bread, I don't eat bananas, I don't eat banana splits, I wouldn't fucking touch banana pudding if I had to. (sighs) (laughs) Now you know I'm going to have to go bleep that out. Yeah, that's right. You are. (laughs) But everything around it will still maintain, so people can fill in the blanks themselves.
2: Uh, Yeah, I will not touch anything banana. I, you know, I knew you didn't like, I remember that medicine story. But I didn't realize it was, I thought maybe it was a texture. I don't, yeah, I don't like the texture either. The bananas
0: in my breakfast rotation, heavy.
1: My kids eat bananas. Banana? Huh? My kids will eat bananas, but I will not. Yeah. Man, you're missing out. I'm not missing out on shit. Banana's one
0: of the perfect foods for you.
1: I, I get my potassium other ways. It's a weird thing. It's good for,
0: (laughs) yeah, easy.
1: I get my phallic subjects in other ways. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that I just don't want to eat it. I don't want to eat banana chips. I don't eat banana bread. I won't eat banana pudding. I won't eat banana raw.
2: cut up on bananas and peanut butter? No. Banana cut up on uh raisin bran. No. Yeah.
1: Banana on cereal's good. No, 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 no. Now I will eat chocolate covered banana. No. I will eat plantains if in uh, Caribbean cooking. Type things. I'll eat that, but that doesn't taste like a banana. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: That's a plantain. It's not a banana.
0: More savory.
2: Anyway, but that's me and bananas. (laughs) There's our episode name.
0: (laughs) That's me and bananas. (laughs) With special guest star, Gustav.
2: Oh, shit.
1: Well, listen to our friends over at Partial Recall. Uh, Clay's got a new... uh, New podcast. Hold Hold on.
0: on. Like Wilson Phillips?
1: Exactly. In fact, it's just a podcast about Wilson Phillips. That's all they talk about. Now I'm intrigued. And their impact on uh, the modern world. Listen to Below the Belt with Brad and Smiling Ryan, even though he doesn't know anything about Annie. And uh, I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye
0: wow that is the brownest banana i've ever seen that's borderline black i
1: wouldn't eat that if i were you that's
0: you're eating it he's eating it i'm gonna throw up a little bit i think i think that's poison oh that's sickening i sit down when i pee There's nothing that crazy about me. I'm just taking a whiz. Mind your own biz, why is everybody always staring at me? At World Class Championship Wrestling, I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Saldy. Good night from Dallas, Texas.